Thank you for joining us here at the Kill Rock Podcast. This is the second edition of our special series, Warp Tour Band Announcement Unofficial After Show with Wasim Bazi and myself, Keith Settles. Before we get started, I want to let you guys know that audible.com is your website to get audio books. And you know what? You can get your free audio book and a 30-day free trial if you go to www.audibletrial.com backslash killrock. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That is www.audibletrial.com backslash killrock. I feel like we're going to get all the good stuff out before. <laughs> and then just repeat what we already said. And then we're like, did we say that before? So welcome once again. Thank you guys for joining us. Another episode of the Kill Rock Podcast. Warp Tour Ben announcement. 
quote unquote unofficial after show. I guess that's the name for the show because we didn't really have a name. I have Wasim Bazi with me once again. And Hello. Uh, hey, there he is. Hey, Wasim, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Doing pretty good. Excited to get uh, back on the show. Hang out. Your, your, your sound isn't as quality this time around. No, I uh, actually left all my uh, recording stuff at a buddy's house, and I don't have a microphone, and I'm using these really janky uh, headphones. So <laughs> hopefully it uh, comes through pretty clearly. So can Can you tell us why? Or is it a secret? Uh, well, I'm working on a new album, um, uh, recording uh, in January, um, but I'm demoing out all the tracks this weekend. So okay. I moved everything to like this house studio setup so that uh, so I can demo them out. So that's why. So what are you guys called? Uh, Wasim and the Bandits, or? Oh <laughs> uh, well, I couldn't say right now, but good luck, Junior time. Varsity. Possibly. <laughs> Just I'm covering my old band stuff. That's the new band stuff. So. <laughs> I don't know. Lakes will be rivers. That's gonna be the new song. <laughs> no, but it's uh, it's the it's a new thing that I'm working. I didn't want to start from the ground up again. I kind of wanted to. Um, I was looking to join some other bands and stuff, but you know what? It just I couldn't find anything that was really like me. You know, so right. I uh, met this guy. And uh, his name's Brandon, and he leads worship at uh, my church with me. And we're both like into the same stuff, so we were like, "Let's start a band." And things are just going great, and we'll uh, we'll see where it goes. Not Rucky loves Emily, Brandon, right? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> maybe we uh, could, maybe we could tell stories later. I'm still trying to get him on the be, show. I'll just I'll stay quiet on that one. <laughs> but uh, I love talking about Detroit drama because you're so quiet about it. <laughs> There's so much of it. That's the problem. There's so much. If you're in a band from Detroit, there's drama all around you. There's no uh, if ands, or buts about that one. But I don't know. Is it like that over there on the West Coast? I don't know. I guess I've never so. been in a band on the West Coast. We're not. We're not as. I don't think our bands are as tightly knit as Detroit bands because it seems like you guys have played with each other, like, or you yeah. guys all know of each other because it's such a small space. Like, we have our little. LA Orange County bands, but LA County goes for miles. I think LA County could be as big as the state of Michigan. So, I mean, yeah, what happened over here is all these music venues shut down. So now there's literally probably, I want to say seven venues in all of Southeast Michigan that you can play at. So like everybody plays together and knows each other. So, um, yeah, there's. I mean, there's there's a quite a few more, but the ones worth playing, the ones that everybody wants to play, is all the same, like five or six or seven venues. So, anyway, let's talk about the Warp Tour. Let's talk about the Warp Tour because we can go on for hours. We really can, <laughs> especially in regards to that beautiful state of Michigan. Warp Tour. They announced six bands this week. Now, Brian Stars, he said that more, for most of the t- most of the weeks, they're going to announce four, maybe five. This week. They announced six. Wasim, can you give me those bands? Well, let's see here. We got Alive Like Me. Alive Like Me. Bless the Fall. Family Force Five. Hundredth. Lee Corey Oswald. Uh, and Trophy Guys. Yeah. That's that six. I think that's six. That's six, yeah. And you, t- you said last week, um, we're going to start a new thing this week that kind of rolled from last week later on in the show. But you said last week that a Hot Topic core band would have been announced. And sure enough, 
first mainstream band that's announced is Bless the Fall. Yeah, I think it was a really good uh, marketing move for Warp Tour. Right. Um because there are a lot of bases to cover. There are a lot of different fans of different musics or musics. Wow. Right. Different fans <laughs> of different music. And uh man, I messed up. Anyway. That's okay. And a hot topic-ish like mainstream band there would have been a good one to really reel those uh those fans in. You know, if they would have came out with like five more pop punk bands or five more, you know, uh Whatever the last week, what do we have last week? Palisades, um, Kasha Dills, Front Porch Step, Neck Deep, uh, Handguns. You know, if we had like more of those, they're not really covering all the bases. So I think with Bless the Fall, Family Force Five, and then 100th, right there, you're already hitting three opposite sides of the spectrum. Oh, yeah. I totally agree. And uh, exactly, like the Warp Tour needs to be as versatile as possible. And I think, I think the last two weeks have been, you know, the bands that announced are super versatile, not so much alike. I mean, handguns and neck deep, they're both pop punk, uh, uh, trophy wives. Uh, they're kind of pop punkish. I think they're a little, what, what would you call it? What do they call it? Like soft, hardcore or something like that? Or I hear it's pop punk, hardcore. So yeah. Um, but with like bless the fall and i think it's good that they're going to be on the main stage because i mean they're getting up there they're going to be releasing their fourth album they actually announced that announced today uh that they're going to have their new album out in the fall in which i think with these warp tour announcements i think we're going to hear a lot more album releases through that um i think they're the perfect band for the main stage they'll probably be more of a a like a opening like you know early in the day midday type main main band but they're on that main stage nonetheless yeah um what about family force five is that does that strike you as a little strange that they're not on the main stage or that they're on it a little bit of both um I maybe I'm just a little ignorant uh, to them and their fan base, but I th- I thought that they were like an older band that had started dying down, and I must be wrong. No, I I totally agree with you. Family Force Five. I don't. I mean, I've never been a fan of Family Force Five to begin with. In all honesty, I'm not a big fan of their music, but it seemed like well, I think they're going to be releasing like their fifth, maybe sixth album. They've been around for a really long time. They even said that this isn't their first Warp tour. But yeah, I totally agree with you. I think that their popularity has died down within the last couple albums. But I mean, from this, what I, they, this could be like a revamping of their band, though, at the same time. From what I gathered, their heyday was like back in the day and they were just sticking around for our God knows what. Right. Um, uh, but Varsity played with them like last year or the year before or something. And we played with them in this church in front of maybe like 200 people or something like that. And the whole thing just kind of seemed like family force five literally had like no gas left in them. Oh, wow. uh, as far as like, not, 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 not them as people, but it just was, it just kind of was like, I thought family force five was bigger than this. Why is this show so small or whatever? But the next thing I, the next thing I hear from them is they're on warp tour. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. And I thought to myself, like, oh, maybe they're going to be done. But so that was so surprising to me when I saw, you know, these bands being announced and then Family Force Five right there. It was just kind of, I don't want to say I was shocked, but I was like surprised. Well, but 
100. No, no, I was going to say Family Force 5. They released an album in 2014 called Time Stand Still. Um, I think they're that first band that's going to, that has that diverseness. I mean, they had the hip hop artists last week. I think Family Force 5, they bring that dance style. They bring that, you know, fun, happy. They're not hardcore. They're not necessarily, they're not really even rock and roll, if you really think about it. So they bring their own dynamic, and I think that's one thing that Kevin Lyman and the Warp Tour look for every year, no matter if a band's relevant or not. But what are we going to say about 100th? Oh, I was going to say 100th being announced I think is huge. I do too. For the Warp Tour. Uh, now, this may be saying too much, but I believe 100th is the new comeback kid. Ooh. I, okay. I believe that they – like. They're kind of like the neck deep of hardcore, I would say. How okay. we were talking last week about how neck deep is getting so big so fast. Hundredth is right up there. Uh, they just played in Michigan. They just played in Michigan last night with uh, the Ghost Inside and some other bands. And I'm talking like people were posting about them more than they were the Ghost Inside, and Ghost Inside was headlining. So it's like to me, I think Hundredth is like the next big thing in hardcore. And I mean. Like I said, I think they're the new comeback kid. I think that they're going to put out a couple of releases that are going to be like staples right. in hardcore punk. So that's my opinion on 100. Well, and they've been around for, I would say, a long time. I mean, for a few years, they've released two full lengths. Uh, they released the two EPs the last couple of years. I totally agree with you. I think that they're they're a super up-and-coming band, and they have that slow build. They're, they didn't just start from the ground and then are, are at the top of their game right away. They really worked hard to get to where they're at. I mean, they were signed to what I would think is a really crappy label and media scare, and now they're on Hopeless Records, and Hopeless Records is going to give them that promotion because they have Taking Back Sunday and The Used and a lot of these nostalgic bands that you know their fans are going to pick up those albums and they're going to see the roster of hopeless and hundreds on that roster and they're going to say hey i want to buy this hundredth album because you know they're a part of this team and people are going to enjoy hundredth i enjoy hundredth for the most part they're a good band yeah they're pretty crazy uh they're pretty crazy individuals too um <laughs> yeah. yeah they are <laughs> i mean I don't know how I feel about what I'm about to say, but uh, we played this festival with them. Well, I don't want to say with them because you play festival, you're not really playing with a band. But exactly. like, yeah. it was it was a one day festival, and uh, we played the same festival as them, so we got to see them. And uh, it was like a really confusing situation, but it was basically this festival in Pennsylvania that this kid had put on, or this individual had put on, and promised all these bands money, and then his sponsors had dropped. And then God. this is from what I gather. This is what I from what I heard. So he couldn't pay any of the bands. So there were like big bands that were supposed to play. Like I heard Devil Wears Prada was supposed to play and stuff like that. And he had said that he had no money. And half the bands had already showed up. And then the other half the bands had like turned around and went home. Well, Hundredth was one of the bands who already showed up and stayed and decided to play anyway. I'm not kidding. I think they played all of two songs and then they just tore the stage apart. I'm oh, talking. Wow. To- tipping over like like the huge speakers for the PA system. And he was literally taking microphones and just slamming them in the ground and stuff like that. They played one song. He gave a speech about how much, how crappy the festival was, et cetera, et cetera. And then just they tore the entire thing apart. And half of me was like, 
this is the most punk rock thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> like, this is crazy. This is cool. This is punk. And then half of me was just like, all right, you guys are just ruining property. It's not even yours. And it's yeah. really stupid. So, so it's two ways to look at it, but either way you look at it, hundredth is nuts. They're crazy. Like, I don't know. They're not, they're not a force to wreck with. I don't think. And no. especially after seeing that, like, I don't want to piss them off. You know what I mean? So it's like they're a mean. They're the mean version of the chariot because the chariot loves you and hits you in the head with the guitars, <laughs> but still, but still breaks all your stuff. <laughs> it still breaks your stuff. <laughs> oh man, we could go. We could tell stories about the chariot, but we won't. Um, what other bands are in? I think those are the three bands: Bless the Fall, uh, Family Force Five, and Hundredth. I think those are the three bands out of the six that really caught my attention. Not just because I know them. I mean, I know somewhat of a life like me. Uh, I haven't heard too much of Trophy Eyes and Lee Corey Oswald. Like, that, uh, that's sort of random, don't you think? I mean, I don't think it's random. I just never heard of them before this. Yeah, I truly do not know anything about Trophy Eyes or Lee Corey Oswald. And like you, I've only heard of a life like me. But, you know one part of work tour is pulling up these bands from the bottom up, mm-hmm. you know, getting these, getting these strong bands at the top to draw for the bands that are just starting out or these mid-level bands that need a boost. So, you know, maybe trophy eyes is huge and I just don't know it or Lee Corey Oswald or whatever, but I've never heard of them. And now I have. Yeah. And you know now you're going to listen to them, right? Yeah. So that's the point, you know, that's the whole point of this. So that's why you're getting three big bands from three totally opposite sides of the spectrum, and you're getting three different bands that, that in my eyes, I perceive as smaller bands. I don't know how big they are, but like I would say that they're smaller bands, but now they're in your ear. So right. same thing last week, uh, Kasha Dills, like never heard of that guy before. But you go check, you see, oh, Neck Deep. You know, is playing. I don't know if you would like Neck Deep and Kasha Dills at the same time, but now he's Probably in your not. ear. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are going over and listening to Neck Deep, and then they're like, "Hey, you know what? Let's check this out." And the another thing that's uh, kind of eye popping. You usually the Warp Tour will have those labels that have a bunch of bands on. You know, just to have a bunch of bands from this year. It seems like Hopeless Records is. I mean, they already have. They're already four deep out of how many 11 bands i mean well i'm gonna look up the hopeless roster real fast because i remember one year they had signed like three or four giant bands yeah with like within like two months or something crazy like that i, I, th- I think it was taking back sunday and the used and I, there's another yes. band i can't think of there's a third band too i just can't think of who it was I know one of them was uh, Taking Back Sunday, and I remember hearing that and be like, whoa, that's yeah. huge. And then turning around before before the end of the day and be like, they also signed this band and this band. So forgive I would me, say forgive that – Forgive me. It was Yellow Card, I think. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they signed Taking Back Sunday. No, they did sign Taking Back Sunday, but I think uh, Yellow Card was also – no, they're on Razor and Tie. Forgive me. Um, no, there's, a, well, there's here's, a third band though. Here's a list. All time low, bass side, cruel hand, uh, driver friendly. Have you ever heard of driver friendly? I have. Yes, they were on an NHL they're, game. They're really, really. Cool. Which one? Uh, it was a few years back. Oh, that's crazy! I had no idea. Enter Shikari, uh, Guttermouth, Hundredth, Have Mercy, which is huge now. Yes, uh, yes, they are. 
Newfound Glory, Neck Deep, uh, Sycamore. Right. I believe they're from around here. Um, Taking Back Sunday, the used Trophy Eyes, who's also on Hopeless. We Are the In Crowd and The Wonder Years. So that is an insane roster. And by the way, another band from the UK, Trophy Eyes. They're from Newcastle. Oh, had no idea. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But how great is it for that label? They have these huge bands. I think they're doing it right. They have huge bands that are going to sell records, at least as many records as you could possibly sell in this day and age. And they they have these up-and-coming bands. I think that's the perfect. When you think about sports and you think about championship teams, how do you perfectly blend a championship team? You have the veterans and then you have the rookies. That's the perfect, you know, you, you have those. It's the perfect formula. And yeah. I think big things are going to be for I think big things are going to happen to Trophy Eyes and to Neck Deep and to uh, Front Porch Step. The, right. You said Front Porch Step, right? They're on Hopeless? Um, on Hopeless? I don't think so. I don't see it on I don't see it on their uh, roster page. But Well, I'll edit that out so I don't sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> sure enough. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, like you have those big bands. They're going to help. They're, I don't think they're going to necessarily like, you know, give advice to these younger bands because they're probably never going to meet these younger bands. But at least the people that are buying those big albums, they're going to buy or they're going to at least listen to the other bands on the label. So it's a perfect blend. A Life Like Me, um, I've heard a few things and I do dig their style. They remind me of a lot, a lot of what the Perosia did, uh, maybe a little softer, a lot like Hands Like Houses from Australia, like a kind of like a heavy but a rock and roll band. Uh, yeah. I I was talking to uh, a buddy of mine who was in a rock band, or who is in a rock band, and he said that, you know, it's really hard to be in a rock band nowadays because you don't have the, you know, the internet as much. I think for a live like me, though, they have a good sound. I think they could go viral or whatever. I think they have a good enough following that they could be able to make it on Warp Tour, and maybe they can make it in the future. You never know. Yeah, that's one of those bands that I I'd have to check out. I don't know anything about them, but uh, I have heard of them before, and uh, that's half the battle if you're in a rock band. That so is totally half the battle. Uh, out of these six bands, which ones are you most excited to see? Hands down, hundredth, hundredth, hands down. Um, honestly, I would I would try I'd probably check out Trophy Eyes, knowing that they're on Hopeless right. and they look they like if you're looking at their. Uh, promo picture it just looks like you know neck deeps or handguns or whatever so i'm guessing they're pop punk and uh if i were to go to work for and be like i want to see a band that i've never seen with this lineup i'd I'd go see trophy eyes (laughs) even before like go ahead no no now that uh but kind of change the subject not really but now that we they've announced bless the fall do you think bo boinkin's wife is going to end up doing warp tour too and they're going to have, they're going to light <laughs> the lead singer is married to lights. Oh, I know very, very little about that band, except for everybody says that the singer is the most attractive lady in the world. Is that true? Of lights, of lights, of lights or uh... <laughs> of lights. Yes. Is she attractive? I, I don't know. Really, I can't really answer that question. Is it even a girl? Am I yes, thinking the wrong thing? No, it is. It is. Yes. I mean, he's married. <laughs> he's not married to a man. I don't think. I don't care if he's married. Is she? I just want to know if she's attractive. 
I'll call him up and ask. I don't care. That's for you to decide, buddy. But they'd only be like a whole family ordeal. I mean, like, how great of it for them if they're able to travel as a family? That's like, you know, Paramore Newfound Glory, if they ever tour together in some way, shape, or form. And yes, that was actually the title of the Four Year Strong album. In some way, shape, or form, the one you couldn't. Oh, man. Yeah. And you're right. They did Warp Tour. They did Warp Tour last year. I have to fix my mistake. They did play Warp Tour last year. Four Year Strong. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. Told you. But, anyways, about Trophy Eyes. Uh, yes, they look like a total, you know, pop core band. Pop core. I don't. Genres suck. I hate genres so. Well, it much. says pop. It says pop punk hardcore. But here's here's the truth about pop punk is half the bands are what is considered melodic hardcore. Yeah. So like, I would say story so far is is like a perfect example of melodic hardcore. Like if you take all of their songs and you put it in like a minor key and he screams over it. Yeah. They're hardcore songs. You know what I'm saying? All I the agree. the drum patterns, the order of the songs, like structurally, it, they're hardcore songs, but they're just in a major key and a guy singing in octaves only reachable by him. And I don't know. Trophy eyes for it to say pop punk hardcore. I would, I would guess for them to be a lot like the story so far. Yeah, I totally agree. Now uh, for my, for the band that I would probably want to see the most out of these six and not to like, I mean, not really to uh, mimic you or sound like, I'm your parrot, but I'd have to say 100th as well. Uh, mostly being because I'm not really a big fan of Bless the Fall or Family Force 5, but I will definitely go check out Alive Like Me and Trophy Eyes. Um, from what I've heard from just like little samples, I believe they're, they're bands that I could get into. And Lee Corey Oswald, he's totally going to be someone that I listen to up until Warp Tour, and I'll figure it out from there if, I wanna, if I'm going to go see them, him or not. Um, it goes without saying that Family Force 5 is not necessarily playing the whole Warp Tour. Um, they are going to be off in the beginning of August, just a couple dates. Actually, two or three dates, not really a big deal. But, you know, I, I'm satisfied with this announcement. I'm probably a little more satisfied with this announcement than last week's. Yeah, I would say so, too. Um I mean the neck the neck deep uh, announcement is pretty big. I yes, would say that's pretty huge. Yes, do you that think, do might you, even. Well, do you think they're go going ahead. to do mainstream or the, not the mainstream, but the main stage? I, they didn't say anything about it, but you know when uh, Ryan was touring with um, State Champs on the Warp Tour last year, they weren't on main stage, but they no. were doing so well that they were bumped up a few dates, and I think something like that might happen with Neck Deep. Okay, where they decide like with you know state, what with State Champs or with Neck Deep last year. It happened with state champs. Yeah, state champs okay. last year got to play main stage a few times just because That's they right. were doing so well, and maybe maybe like a spot needed to be filled or something. But I think that'll happen with Neck Deep. I don't know if they're going to play main stage. I don't think they're that type of band. Especially you're talking about what do we have here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, eleven bands out of seventy something. I don't yeah. think they're going to be uh, main stage. Especially, didn't you say Family Force Five is main stage? No, I don't know. I don't know if they're main stage. The Bless the Falls main stage. Oh, I thought I thought you said something, but you know, there's seventy, sixty more bands yeah. to uh, release. I don't think Neck Deep's going to take the main stage spot. So, all right, well, that's for this week's announcement. 
let's talk about next week's announcement. We talked last week about doing uh, <laughs> some sort of game or whatever, like a little bet. And guess who's going to be announced the next week? Now, my suggestion, and we could talk about this now, figure this out now. I don't care if people are listening and be like, they could have done this before. How do you want to do it? Do you want to do it? We guess two bands. If one of those, one or two of those bands are announced next week, we get like three points. But if they're announced at all within the next couple months or next couple weeks, we get one point. And then we add up those points at the end and everything's basically truth or dare from that point on. <laughs> Fair. Um, I like that. I like that point system that you got going. Yeah. I mean, cause you know, if you're going to choose a band and they're not chosen next week, you can't put it up in the air. You can't say that, Oh, they're up for grabs again. No, you got to hold on to that. So last week uh, for the, actually, you know what? Let's just start this week. Forget last week. Uh, Last week, you said Attila-esque band, and you said The Wonder Years. I said The Used, and I said Four Years Strong. So this week, I'm going to have you have First Dibs, main stage band. I'm going to need a second to think about it, honestly. Okay. Uh, I want to say it's going to be a big pop punk band, but I don't think it is like... I feel like that's the safe answer right? to be like, it's going to be a big pop punk band, but honestly, I think it's going to be some nostalgic band. Okay. I think it's going to be like a, a taking back Sunday or like a, uh, like a, uh, Motion City soundtrack or something Ooh. like that. Something that something very good. nostalgic that is just going to be like, oh, holy hell, they're on a world tour. I got to go see them, man. I used to listen to them all the time when I was in high school. Um, well, Kevin Lyman's known for bringing in the oldies, even with the newbies. So I could yeah. see that. Or you know what? Maybe even maybe even something like that for uh, I mean, uh, just a regular stage. Yeah, just like a yeah. like a mid level band. Like I know less than Jake was on it last year, but something of that sort where they're not quite main stage, but they're they're huge and they've right. been around forever. Um, but yeah, I would say some kind of nostalgic band. I can't put my finger on one right now, but uh, I don't think it's going to be Motion City soundtrack. But I do think it's going to be something of that nature. I think that would have been um, a good bet, though. Yeah. I mean, what you, maybe. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Give me some time to think, and then okay. you go ahead. My main stage band. I'm gonna go with Paramore. Okay. Yeah, I think I uh, think. Uh, have they played? Have they played on the Warp Tour yet? They've played on Warp Tour, I believe, if uh, at least four or five years ago, maybe less time. But I, from what Kevin Lyman was telling me, they're gonna have main stage or mainstream bands, or you know, he- actual headlining bands. I don't think this time it or the day and age we live in, in regards to our scene, I don't think there's a bigger, uh, you know, a bigger uh, uh, headliner band in this scene. I don't think they get headline, you know, arenas like Taylor Swift, but I think Paramore is a big time headlining band that could do Warp Tour. So yeah, I don't know. That'd be my first bet. I don't think uh, Warp Tour might be a little too small for those like arena 
bands. Like, I don't think you'll ever see like a Blink or a Fallout Boy. But, but you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying, I don't think Paramore is necessarily an arena band yet. They're still, you know. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, I don't think so either. But what I'm saying is, my point is, is like, would you say that Warp Tour isn't big enough for that? Being everything that Warp Tour is, hmm. would you would you say that they would have trouble having a Fallout Boy, having a My Chemical Romance or or whatever? Okay. I mean, I don't know if they if, do arena tours, but if My Chemical Romance came back today, I think they would do it. I think with Fallout Boy and Blink One Eighty Two, I think I don't think they would do a whole Warp Tour, but I think they would do something like what Lincoln Park did last year and do a special date. I mean, a day to remember did a special date, and they're not even up there in those headlining. You know, I mean, they, I think they do somewhat arenas or they do, uh, you know, outdoor venues, but you know, they're not big enough to do arenas. Not like Lincoln Park or Blink One Eight Two or Fall Out Boy. Yeah, I totally forgot last year Lincoln Park did a date. That's insane to yeah. me. But that's Warp Tour, though. Like, it's pretty unpredictable. It really is. Um, so you know what? I'm just going to be ballsy. I'm going to say Motion City Soundtrack. Motion That's going to be my band. That's going to be your band? Um, yeah. Uh, okay. I think it's more of a prayer than it is like a uh, <laughs> an actual answer. But if if not a Motion City-esque band that came from early 2000s, you know, they had their peak around that same time. Right. Um, but mid-sized band. What do you got? Mid-sized band. Hmm. Do, 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 do. You know to do for a mid-sized band. I'm gonna go. I don't know how much of a stretch this is gonna be, but uh, given that this is that you know 2014 was a big year for this band, I think I'm gonna have to go with Emerosa. Okay. With Bradley Walden bringing up the vocals, you know, good solid album versus the only album I've ever enjoyed by them, to be honest. Um, I'm gonna have to say Amorosa. That's it. That's a. I mean, I think that's a pretty good one. I could see them being on Warp Tour. Obviously, they'd be uh, they'd be drawing a crowd. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and a lot of haters if Johnny Craig's fans are there. <laughs> I yeah, that's that's a pretty good pick actually because I. I would guess that they were, are going to announce a, another band of this kind of mm-hmm. feel of like an Amorosa or something like that. Who um, Amorosa, they used to even be like one of those hot topic bands. And now I feel like they're a full fledged rock band. Like they don't need hot topic or any of these like people to like, you know, push them to a better level because they're great as is now. Yeah, I think my I think my guess would be um, the Menzingers. Okay. That's a good. I think that's um, a great guess too. They just released an album, right. Rented World. Pick that up because it's phenomenal. They've quickly became one of my favorite bands, but um, they they click with the pop punk feel, but they're not pop punk. Right. They're more they're more just like straight punk rock. But that's gonna be my guess for the mid level level band. And I'll tell you right now, if the Menzingers are on it, I'll be going to Warp Tour no matter what. <laughs> so I think I think with uh, the bands that have been announced, I'm. I'm kind of sure that I'm most likely going to end up being at this warp tour because if these are the, <laughs> if these are the first few bands, I don't see that they're I don't see them letting me down in the next few yeah. weeks. Like I think next yeah, week, I, I agree. I feel like next week there's going to be an announcement that's just going to blow the minds off of everybody. I I I'm just forecasting right now. I think there's going to be a huge band 
being announced next week. And I don't know. I don't know. My sources aren't telling me anything about any of the bands. I know one band for sure, and I will not use them against, you know, use them for our game or whatever because that's unfair. But I know one band for sure that's going to be on Warp Tour, but I'm not going to say it here because then I'll be breaking laws and, you know. <laughs> getting jumped. <laughs> getting jumped. Kevin Lyman's going to be waiting for me in my back door. <laughs> I wish I knew what it was. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. When we're not recording. Yeah, we're not recording. I'll tell you. No, but yeah, I think those are solid guesses on both parts. I think, yeah. you know, I would agree with you. Uh, those would be good guesses. Um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, I don't know. We got to keep this point system going here and we got to think of something. We should bet on something. We should. And it'd be. Go ahead. No, I mean, we could, we have time to figure this out <laughs> because I, don't... I would say I would say loser buys the other person's warp Tour ticket, but they're getting up there in price, though. <laughs> Getting up true. there. That is true. Um, Wasim, I think this was a solid week. There were so many bands announced this week, we couldn't even really get to any meat and potatoes about anything about Warp Tour. I'm totally stoked about that. Uh, wow. Wow. What? 42 minutes already? 42 minutes. I feel like already. we just started talking. That's crazy. We did. Uh, and we've been talking, and the interview's been going, whatever this is, conversation has been going for about 35 minutes. So. All right. That's how I mean to cut you off. It's just no. Go ahead. Just talk all you want. <laughs> this is your show. <laughs> you were like, you were, you were just like, we didn't even get to the meat and potatoes. And I checked the time. And I'm like, wow. Because yeah, you're right. We didn't even get to it. We had this whole thing where we were like, all right, well, let's talk about like some like things that happened on the warp tour and some controversy and this and that. Yeah. But you we know just what? talked too much. I think me and you, huh? We talk a lot, but you know what? We got a good portion of these bands. We have a good, I think what really helped is we have a good understanding of the bands that are announced. I don't think people understand how difficult it is to do a show a couple hours, at least record a show a couple hours after something is announced and you don't even know like any of these bands or at least you know a little bit. And then even when you research, you can't get a full grasp of all these bands because you can't listen to all the albums. How can you listen to six albums in like four or five hours? No. No. So I think this week was really cool because we got to talk about hundredth. We got to talk about family force five. We got to talk about, uh, um, what was the other man? <laughs> Bless the fall. The hot topic core band, the mediocre band. Uh, you like that genre? I love it. Mediocre. I love it because uh, <laughs> most bands are in it. <laughs> it's very hot topic-ish. Um, and now we're going to go listen to new artists like Lee Corey Oswald, and we're going to listen to Trophy Eyes, and we're going to listen to, uh, you know, uh, I'm really having a hard time. Oh, Live Like Me. I'm having a hard time remembering these bands. But we'll get to other stuff next week when they announce more bands for the Vans Warp Tour. Anything you want to say, Wasim, before I close this with a commercial? Um, just that I'm excited to be back and, um, uh, talk about the other bands that are being released. I hope that we, uh, one of us is right with our, with our guests. I hope so too. That'd be pretty stellar if one of us gets that three points, huh? But I'm sure we're going to be just as shocked as we were this week with what's going to be announced next week. 
I, I so, feel the same way. I totally feel the same way. I was going to say, like we said last week, Warp Tour already has these done, so they're they are releasing them strategically. It's not going to be like uh, they're not picking them randomly. So every week there's going to be something of this sort. It's just exciting. So, so sorry. Here, no, no. Go here's, ahead. Here's a question though. Uh, when uh, when do you think they're going to start getting to like the headlining headlining bands? Do you think it'll be next week, or you think it'll be like, or do you think they'll spread that out? Well, you'd think if they were doing it like a uh, like a marketing thing, I would think it'd be one of two ways. One, they're going to do it all at the end so that you can keep checking right. until eventually your favorite band's coming at the end. Or it might be like one every other week. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. one every two weeks or something like that, That's- random, so that, so that you don't wait until the end. You kind of like want to know. So I, I totally agree with you. That's the totally – that's – what i think as well anyways everyone thank you guys for joining us here at the kill rock podcast the special warp tour band announcement quote-unquote unofficial after show it's a mouthful but i like it um today's episode is brought to you by audible.com get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash kill rock over 150,000 titles to choose from for your Android, for your iPhone, Kindle, or even your MP3 player. That is audible. Oh, sorry. Let me do that again. That is audibletrial.com backslash kill rock. We are going to end this week. From next week's guest, we had them on last week. We're going to be talking to them on Monday. This is Blood Red by the band Prepared Like a Bride here on the Kill Rock Podcast. Wasim, you are the you're a legend of I'm not a legend of Detroit.